the product first appeared on Indiegogo by a brand called Accent Wear. <laughs> Hello, editing Kevin here. So, this was originally supposed to be episode 39, but John didn't upload it. So, since he forgot to upload stuff multiple times now, I am now in charge of uploading. So, things should be in a more regular schedule. And when we say it's been a year, it's really been about a year and three months now. We also mentioned a new podcast that we started, got three episodes done, and we may or may not do it anymore. But if you still want to listen to it, it's called Potato News Network. We basically talk about tech news and then go on extreme tangents. Still roughly related to news, but not really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so there's only three episodes. Because this, Water Cool Potato, is our priority. And we hope to give you a more smooth upload schedule. Which we are striving for, and we will achieve. Oh, and I also got my own mic now. Except this episode was before I got that. So after this episode, you'll be able to hear my voice crisp and clear and yay. Alright, back to the intro. Gentle electrical impulses. The company actually shipped its product and distributed it with about 15 months of delays. Now your phone is about people. Headphones with cat ears. Stuff like this makes me lose faith in humanity. Welcome to Water-Cooled Potato, your guide to the obsolete and absurd tech of the past, present, and future. I'm John. I'm Kevin. And today, we're doing our anniversary episode. It's Hooray! been over a year since we started this madness, and I can hardly believe it's been a year. We're still going strong. Well, kind of. Yeah. Things have slowed down lately, but we're still going. I well, we can blame counts. all the stuff happening around the world, so. Oh, yeah. that Yes. COVID is not great for podcasting, especially. <gasps> you named it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the disease that shall not be named. There, now we won't get demonetized. We weren't monetized to begin with. <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Sponsors, reach out now, please. <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. Today's episode is sponsored by no one. Okay. All right. So, we have a few announcements, um, things to go over, and then we have some more mini topics, things we have come across. Uh, while researching topics for the podcast that weren't big enough to make an entire episode about, but are still interesting. And so I've got a few of those. Kevin's got several more. Kevin seems to be better at finding topics than I am. Uh, not really. Well, we'll see. So, um, first off, it's been a year, and... We've gone through a lot of the easy, good episodes. Stuff like QCAT uh, and FlexPlay. Mm -hmm. They just, there's only so many like that. So, in the interest of trying not to run out of topics or just keep
keep doing topics that seem to be the same thing over and over again. We're going to try branching out and including some slightly uh, wider topic areas. Um, so specifically, retro tech in general doesn't have to be something that failed. Um, it's obsolete. Yeah. So like, uh, I don't know, um, for example, maybe eight track tapes, they're obsolete. They weren't necessarily a failure, but they could be interesting. Okay. Possibly old computer related stuff, probably more interesting. Um, and then also tech related scams. So like Kickstarters for products that are scientifically impossible, stuff like that. But we kind of covered those already <laughs> to some extent, but I yeah, think true. there's a there's a lot of material there. It's like an oh, untapped yeah, gold mine. Some of the stuff that people try to pass off on Kickstarter as being real. I have one in my head right now, but I think I'll save it for a future topic. Yeah, I've got a a few at least. Um, so hopefully, uh, this this helps us not run out of topics and keeps it interesting so uh and if you guys have any suggestions for other things that you think would be interesting to have us cover let us know email us uh that's all i can think of kevin do you have anything else to mention mm, not right now all right then let's get started with our mini topics Kevin, I'll let you start first, because you found a few more than I did. All right, let's see here. Uh, let's start with this one. So, have you ever struggled with eating too much or spending too much time eating something? Um, I mean, it's happened, but it's not like an everyday problem. Well, if it is an everyday problem, this Bluetooth-enabled smart fork might be the product oh, no. you're looking for. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> for only $55, assuming you can find it anymore, you can get the Happy Fork, which is H-A-P-I-F-O-R-K, all one word, which lets you keep track of your eating habits to an extent. For example, you eat too much cake, the Happy Fork will vibrate and blink to let you know you should probably stop eating the cake. Okay, so first off, I thought that humanity had reached the pinnacle of Bluetooth-enabled stupidity when Bluetooth fidget spinners became a thing, but this this proves me wrong. This is way worse than fidget spinners, John. Yes, it is. Also, I didn't even... <laughs> I'm honestly surprised that it's only $55. For something this dumb, you would think it has to be at least 100 bucks. Nah. If you don't if you make it too expensive, nobody will buy it, John. Supply and demand. I, in order to make people buy something this dumb, you've pretty much got to make it a luxury product, right? I mean, <laughs> I suppose like, that's the only way I can possibly imagine someone buying a Bluetooth fork. Also, uh, if I were using this Bluetooth fork, uh, I'm guessing that it has uh, an accelerometer 
and a gyro so it can tell how many times you've taken a bite i would just start taking mm. very very large bites of cake john i would just use a different fork or better yet i would just eat cookies because who eats cookies with a fork good point <laughs> wow bluetooth enabled fork okay give me some context here was this a kickstarter or did some established company actually think it was a it good was a idea. kickstarter of course it was yeah but for some reason there's a listing on amazon but it's currently not available interesting so either the kickstarter just rebranded some weird thing out of china or not or they knowledge. got like halfway through manufacturing and somebody in china was left with a pile of these things and tried to get rid of them on amazon Hmm. Not really sure. All I know for certain is it's dumb. Yes, I can 100% confirm that is dumb. <laughs> All right, John, you got one? All right. So, back uh, a few episodes ago, I talked about the Facebook phone. Mm hmm. And it turns out that there was actually more than one Facebook phone. Oh. Yeah. So this was actually before the last Facebook phone. You would think that they would have learned their lesson the first time, but no. Nah. Introducing the HTC status. What the hell? Retailing for only $400, the HTC what? status is a Android phone with a 2.3 inch display. What? And a full keyboard on the front. What? Yeah. Um. When was this made? Oh, correction. Two and a half inch wide, not not two point three inch wide okay. display. Sorry. Um, okay, this was twenty eleven. Okay. The HTC status is actually just a rebrand of the HTC Cha Cha, apparently, and what? its selling point is the dedicated Facebook button that makes it easier to post to facebook of course so only facebook addicts uh-huh and like this is it looks like a like a blackberry sort of so it's uh mm -hmm. it's smaller and it's the screen is horizontal like landscape orientation and below that is a technically a keyboard, but the buttons appear tiny. So no. better not have big thumbs. Well, I can't use it. And it so it, it runs Android 2.3 gingerbread. Has a five megapixel rear camera, 
uh, 0.3 megapixel front-facing selfie cam, which seems Yay. oddly low for something intended for Facebook addicts. I mean, wouldn't yeah, you want... Yeah, like, a... come on, put a good... How am yeah. I going to be able to upload my selfies to Facebook? I mean, this was 2011, but still. Yeah, true. Hmm. So, the big selling point is below the keyboard, along the bottom edge of the phone on the front, is a small square button that is the Facebook logo. And it does all sorts of wonderful things. So, when you are on the home screen, pressing the Facebook button will let you instantly post to Facebook. So I imagine it just opens, like, the Facebook post dialog. Um, mm -hmm. If you take a picture or a video, you can then press the Facebook button to automatically post it to your wall and get this you can even have the phone automatically post pictures when you take them which of seems like a course. bad idea yes because some people will forget that's on uh-huh exactly just imagine what kind of embarrassing things could get uploaded to facebook instantly yeah my imagination's enough and you can hold the facebook button down to check in your location on Facebook places. You can also share yeah. links to stuff, like, I, I guess if you're browsing a web page, you can press the Facebook button to post a link to it. And, Reddit. Oh. And, get this, <laughs> the Facebook button glows when you're playing music, and if you push it when you're playing music, It'll post to Facebook what you're listening to. What? Why? Because everyone needs to know exactly what you're doing at all times. No. Uh. So, some specs wow. here. Um, Touchscreen with 480 by 320 resolution. Hmm. 512 megabytes of RAM and 512 megabytes of storage. RAM and storage are equal? Uh-huh. I'm just... Okay. Wow. For one, the Facebook app can easily eat hundreds of megabytes of storage nowadays. Uh-huh. And two... Like, that can't possibly be right. Can it? I should double check this. That can't be right. Android can't uh, no. fit on something that small, unless that's what's left over after Android and Facebook, but that can't it's be Android right. It's Android 2, but yeah, I agree. That, that can't, that be, can't right. be right. Uh, yeah, yeah, double check, please. <laughs> okay, I don't think this 512 megabytes can possibly be correct, but that's what I found in a second place now, so... Hmm. Um, oh, it includes a 2 gigabyte micro SD card in the box, so... Hmm. I seem to recall a handful of Android phones from that time period that 
mostly relied on micro SD for the bulk of storage. So, okay. I suppose it wouldn't support my 256 gigabyte micro SD card. Um, that's unlikely. (laughs) It's, uh, 3G only, no 4G, (gasps) because 2011. It'll be useless next year. It will be. Well, at least if you're on AT&T. Yeah. Um, oh, and, and it comes in purple and pink. Okay. So now you can have a $400 pink Facebook phone. No, thanks. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And as far as I can tell, nobody really, like, it, it wasn't a fantastic success. Like, because it's mm. so stupid. It's... I don't... And here's the thing. I don't know why, after this, there was another Facebook phone made by HTC later. Like, why would they do it again? Because we're going to try a different marketing strategy, maybe? Uh, I mean, yeah, it had, like, yeah, whatever. Uh-huh. I have something that's pink. All right, let's hear it. Okay, this product kind of makes some sense, but they made it overcomplicated. So, right. you know what a piggy bank is, right? I am familiar. Are you familiar with coin counting? Like, if the machine's able to tell the worth of the coin based on the size? Oh, yep. Uh-huh. Okay, well, combine them together and add an app on top of that, and you have the portfolio. Except this is a classic (laughs) piggy bank that's pink. Porkfolio? Hot pink. Yes, that's the name. Porkfolio. Oh, no. Well, of course. Of course (laughs) you have to add a, a, what, probably Bluetooth and an app? Because everything has to have Bluetooth and an app. Um, an app, yes. To right. see your totals and whatnot. Rather than just have a digital screen. Yeah, that's like... these things... So much easier. Uh, so is there a screen on the portfolio or no? No. Oh, Only of course. the app. Oh, man. Uh, what is... Okay. What is wrong with the little... <laughs> LCD screen next to the coin slot like <laughs> I want to be able to see how much is in my piggy bank wherever I am in the world so it's an internet of things piggy bank well it connects it has an app to your phone so that's how you're able to tell the total so it's bluetooth or wifi or what I'm guessing wifi I didn't really state interesting this yeah okay and of Uh, course you can't get it anymore i mean you can try but availability is not what it used to be (laughs) that makes it sound like like there's at least a few people that still want to try to get a hold of this thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay wow Uh, all right so Counting your quarters is too much work. 
looking at an LCD in the top of a piggy bank is too much work. Mm-hmm. So you need an app to go with your piggy bank so you know how much change is in the piggy bank. Yes. How much did this stupid thing cost? Um, like at least 30 bucks. I don't quite remember. Couldn't really you... find it in my research. Hold on, let me check. What I have to wonder is how much, like how long is it going to take you to accumulate in your piggy bank money equal to the cost of this piggy bank? A normal piggy bank is, I don't know, what, $5? Something like that? Yeah, I double-checked my research, and I can't find the portfolio on the website. On Sorry, not the website. Like, at all on the web. Oh. Some Russian thing comes up in Wix. <laughs> Interesting. All right. Huh. Okay. Yeah. You have another one? Um, let's see here. Let me pull up my my next. All right. So this is uh this isn't anything too impressive, but this is just yet another in the never-ending collection of USB devices that don't do anything and just are USB like the USB pet rock so the USB finger dance mat no okay no not the USB finger dance mat the well good because I covered that already <laughs> <laughs> a tool for paranormal enthusiasts or ghost hunters or whatever the USB ghost radar. Oh no. A funky shaped white and black contraption with a bunch of red lights on the top of it that just randomly blink and flash and whatever, uh, supposedly to indicate ghosts. Right. It also has a speaker, which apparently makes noises so that you can hear when there's ghosts around. Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently the company that manufactures this device also makes several other weird USB things that don't do anything uh one of which is apparently usb sushi which i have no idea what, what that's supposed to be but when i click on it the link is dead so uh, oh but what if i wanted to eat the usb sushi <laughs> i i wouldn't <laughs> recommend it um the, the only I'm thing that, that googling googling usb sushi only turns up like sushi flash drives um hmm i have no idea if that's what the original usb sushi was but uh, probably not probably not it it probably i don't know made noises and wiggled and didn't do anything 
who knows? Who knows? But yeah. All right. Back to you. I recently made the observation that a lot of my products are about people forgetting stuff. You don't want to forget right. stuff. So do you ever worry about putting too much salt on your food? No. Well, the smart salt dispenser and the oh, phone no. app that also doubles as a Bluetooth speaker and food of lighter. Course. Oh, man. Of course it does. You can, you can perfectly <laughs> put the salt on your food. Wow. You this... want to guess how much money they raised? Uh, it's either going to be like nothing or it's going to be way, way, way too much like those stupid cat headphones. And it's uh, it's probably in between. Um, they raised fifteen thousand dollars. No, only nine thousand five hundred. Their nine, goal was twenty five. Nine and a half thousand dollars. Yes. A <laughs> salt shaker that. So uh... smart salt dispenser with the phone app. That doubles as a Bluetooth speaker and mood lighting. Oh, no. Oh, okay. All right. So is this like, uh, if you're that concerned about how much salt you're eating, maybe you should just measure it. Second. That's what the smart salt dispenser does. How, how accurately, though? <laughs> I'm not sure. There wasn't a video demonstrating it. And as far as the Bluetooth speaker goes, like, of course it's got a Bluetooth speaker because this is just yet another, like, this is up there with, this is like, this is a lot like the Bluetooth fidget spinner. It's like, put a Bluetooth, <laughs> put Bluetooth and a speaker in everything that you possibly can. Why does your salt shaker need a speaker your salt shaker doesn't need a speaker why does your salt shaker need to light up it doesn't but it can so it should <laughs> and the quality of a speaker that fits in a salt shaker it can't be too impressive also if this has a speaker and a light show like th this seems like something that you'll be charging between every meal Hmm, true. They didn't say anything about battery life. Yeah, for for something like this to actually work, it has to be convenient. And charging it between every meal, turning it on, pairing it to your phone, and then putting salt on your food seems so inconvenient that... like I'm concerned about the weight of the salt shaker. Oh, that's a good point, too. How much? How big is the thing? Is it huge? It doesn't really say. It's either got to be huge or it can't hold that much salt because by the time you put a battery and Bluetooth and a speaker and a light show in a salt shaker, there can't be much room left for salt. Oh, no. I think I found the website. It, ex it still exists. What year is this from? It's got to be like 2016 or so. Um, Just guessing by by the particular level of 
uselessness. Holy. Okay. I I forgot what this looked like. So oh, the website man. is mysmalt.com. <laughs> smart <laughs> home meets smart dining. All right, I am navigating to the website now. Oh no. It's like Yeah. It's like uh mutant Alexa salt shaker. Yeah. It's like the Amazon Alexa salt or the oh Amazon my gosh, Alexa pre-order. shake. <laughs> They're still Name? taking your money. No. Provide your email to be on the waiting list. Oh, darn. Yeah, yeah darn this, it. It looks a lot like... Holy cows, that salt shaker's huge. It's massive. I was afraid it was big. I found the... Pi- yeah, so there's a picture of it in someone's hand. It is like the size of an Amazon Alexa. Like, not yeah. the Echo Dot. Like, the full no. size. The Alexa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay, I mean, at that size, it could have a decent speaker, but who who on earth, who in their right mind is going to be getting their salts out of this? I don't know. <laughs> Dispenses salt with a shake slash pinch of your smartphone screen, or simply turn the dial manually. You have got to be kidding. So John, someone went to the trouble of making it so that you can hold the salt dispenser in one hand and then use your phone to control it in the other hand. Like, that is a whole new level of (laughs) uselessness. Like, I'm too lazy to shake my salt shaker, so I'm going to hold it over my phone. John, the exact amount. Yeah, and it says, or simply turn the dial manually. So, so they had to like motorize the thing so that it can like work without someone actually turning the dial. This is just incredible. Yeah, featured, featured New on the York, Daily Mail, Yahoo, New York Time, Eater, Mashable. Wine. Yeah, yeah, featured as what one of the most ridiculous smart products of the year something like that john you can connect your smalt to an amazon echo (laughs) alexa dispense half a teaspoon of salt (laughs) it's like alexa and uh, whatever it's alexa and alexa's mutant child Oh, did you notice on the bottom of the webpage, almost underscore done? I uh, no. I missed that. Where? Way on the bottom. I don't see it. Hmm. Whoa, that kind of looks like a 3D print. A slightly rough 3D print. In some of these pictures, like the gray part. Hmm. The base kind of looks 3d printed wow so you can't see that almost done on the bottom that i sent you oh i uh on the pre-order page i was looking on uh, the main it's, it's page. the bottom of every page john i clicked the almost done and it brought me to that page 
I I don't see that. Interesting. All right. Well, time to go to another topic. Sure. All right. So, this is the last one I've got, but hopefully it's uh hopefully I make up for lack of quantity by quality here. So, I mean, we're already at past 30 minutes, so we're good. Humans are obsessed with social media. Uh-oh. So, shouldn't we share that with our pets as well? Specifically, what? Dogs. Introducing Chat Dog for Dogs. Media? Dog Easy. The dog social media and controller device. Dog Easy is a Kickstarter campaign for a social media network for dogs. Can I bang my head against the wall? <laughs> Go right ahead. That's... Ow. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> That's how tough this is. <laughs> So, yes, dogeasy.com is intended to be social media for dogs. And because dogs cannot very easily operate computers, there, of course, has to be a hardware component to go with it so that the dog can actually interact with the website. How did they do this? This interface consists of a whiteboard that appears to be roughly a foot wide and eight inches tall and has what looks like two half coconuts except they're plastic like sticking up from it it's basically two gigantic brown rounded buttons that the dog is supposed to be able to press with its paws because dogs don't have fingers. Okay. Anyway, it apparently um the the social media thing for dogs runs as a Chrome app and then with the mouse for dog the uh, two gigantic buttons they're like Kind of like rubbery dog, the, the, the big rubbery half balls that the dog is supposed to press with his paw, and he can scroll through pictures of other dogs. Then, so he, <laughs> it's, I swear it's dog Tinder. Oh, okay. So if the dog presses the left button, it shows pictures of other dogs, and if the dog presses the left button, it skips to the next picture of a dog. But if the dog likes what he sees and he presses the right button, it opens a freaking video chat with the dog on the other end. What the hell? So that dogs can video chat this? with each other. The designer is Bruno Anselmo, who 
Um, According to his bio, graduated as technical of mechanical industries and graphic designer. What? Um, I'm I'm guessing his English is a second language. Um, yeah. He says he's worked in various sectors: uh, chemical industry, mechanical industries, design offices, lifeguard. Which seems very relevant, of course. Uh, scuba diver, um, sailor, airport logistics, web designer, SEO optimizer, Google partner advertising, plumber. What <laughs> the heck? Relevant. Very relevant, I'm sure. Um, electric plant and communication cables engineer, AutoCAD designer. Uh, the work that he prefers is to design and model in 3D because it allows him to express his creativity. In the Kickstarter video, he shows his prototype device, which is an Arduino with two buttons, pretty much, connected to these. It's So the, the buttons on the part that the dog is supposed to mess with appear to be like they appear to hold air and then it looks like what happens is the dog there's like a hose little air hose and the dog like pushes on the the hat the ball thing and it like somehow the hose like pushes a button on the other end it's it's basically two buttons is what it is it what it appears to be um so this was a kickstarter campaign from uh lat so I don't know for sure when it was launched. It was last updated November 23rd, 2018. Oh boy. He had a funding goal of $3,567. Want to guess how much he raised? Uh, 60 bucks. $2. Ouch. From two backers. Two people gave him a dollar. Ouch. That's a good sign that his idea is useless. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. So I'm going to show you a picture of the dog's controller thing. So in the image I've just sent you on the left there, you can see the white thing with two brown lumps that's how the dog is intended to interact with the site he refers to it as mouse for dog now i haven't checked yet if dogeasy.com is still up yet and i'm about to do that now my main concern is teaching the dog how to use it yeah, like that seems even if they like, do know how to use it, they're gonna lose interest and do dog stuff. Yeah, what dog is gonna sit in front of the computer like swiping left on dogs and then, <laughs> and then like, oh, I want to talk to this dog and like, is there a way for the dog on the other end to like hang up? I don't know. Okay, so dogeasy.com is. Well, it exists and it's up, but it's, um, there's, it's not, 
<laughs> so it's uh it's a picture of a a dog lying on a carpet looking at the sky or something and then in what appears to be comic sans in the top left corner it says there is not even a dog and the bottom left it says under construction and that's it just a single image as far as i can tell okay so this failed wow catastrophically which is unsurprising because i'm kind of disappointed this wasn't good enough for a single topic well being that I don't think it got much attention and it only got $2 and then that was about the end of it. Uh, I mean, that'd be a really good line. Want to guess how much it is? I don't know. 60 bucks. (laughs) Two. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. Mm. (laughs) Uh, There are two comments. Ahem. One is a person asking a question, and the the other is the response from the creator. Question. Please tell me this is a... I'm assuming this person is British. Um, For censorship's sake, we're just going to say, please tell me this is a joke. Response. It's a real thing. Hmm. Why, does it say bloody, or... Please tell me this is a piss take. As in oh. taking the piss. Huh. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> well, do we have time for one more, or should we call it quits? Sure, let's do one last one. So, John, have you ever wanted to know how many eggs were in your fridge? No. But you didn't want to bother looking in the fridge, because, no. well, you can't. Like, you're out of the house or something. If I'm out of the house, and I can't remember how many eggs are in the fridge... uh, Okay, I... But you also need to keep track of how (laughs) old they are. Can you do that? Eggs don't go bad that quickly. Chances are... (laughs) <laughs> the eggs are going to be gone long before they're expired. But of course you need an app, right? Okay, so the egg minder is an egg carton that has 14 <laughs> slots. Wait, Four- <laughs> why, why, why 14? Eggs come by the dozen. <laughs> Why is there 14? <laughs> that was that was my reaction when I read it, basically. Uh. <laughs> so <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So it's not exactly oh, correction. There is a phone app to let you know oh, how old eggs are and whatever not. Assuming the app works. Mm-hmm. But the bright side is this device is only $13. I mean, And you that can is buy it on cheap. Amazon. Okay, how is this supposed to work, though? It's... 
How? <laughs> it has okay. LEDs to help you find the oldest egg. Oh, brother. You want to guess the average rating on Amazon? 3.3 stars. Ah, 2.5. <laughs> okay. Let's hear some angry customers telling us just why this is such a bad product. <laughs> the thumbnail. Oh, oh it's currently unavailable now. That's a shame. Oh, that's not the right listing. Whoa. The John, the price is now nine fifty one. <laughs> wow. Well Yeah. Now you know it's getting sent to your house for Christmas. <laughs> Alright. Ooh, we also have some interesting questions. Alright. Uh 47% of the reviews are one star. Ooh, yeah, that's not good. Run, Forest, run. I okay. bought this egg minder because my husband thought it would be awesome to know when his eggs were going bad. I told him not to get his hopes up as it stays in a fridge and runs on radio signals. But I couldn't <laughs> prove that to him as it wouldn't connect no matter how hard I tried and I had great Wi-Fi and new equipment. That's <laughs> a, <laughs> that is an excellent point. The refrigerator is... A steel box. Yep. And don't hold your breath trying to get a refund back. It's a no. Not going to happen. This is most definitely a hands-down suck product. I would have given it free for at least an effort for trying. But even though it's only $10, it pissed me off lol. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was in 2018. 2019's the newest one I can find. Well, at least not that many people are still buying it, I guess. All right, let's let's try reading a five-star rating. 20% of them are five-star. Oh, boy. I'm just going to guess that it's going to be a joke review, right? This is an awesome product, not to mention it's a very well-built standalone egg holder. The fact that it keeps track of how many eggs you have, how old they are, and which one, is use, which one to use next is just an added bonus. I have showed uh -huh. the app to so many people who say, oh my god, I have to have one of those. <laughs> yeah, no one has said that. <laughs> this is not no a sponsored review. Said that. I bought it during a sale and it was worth every penny. I want to uh -huh. share my experience with you as potential buyers because I hope you will do the same for all your purchases on Amazon. Not just the negative reviews, but all reviews. Totally not a sponsored review. Doesn't sound fake at all. Glad so I bought it. Well built. It is a quirky product that in in that it is very unusual and does not actually connect as it should. It is a great egg container on its own, worth the money it if for nothing but that. What? Okay. But it is also neat to have another smart device in my home. It helps me get more attuned to the technology this proceeds. Okay. Changed to five stars because for the past six months it has operated flawlessly. The other thing I did differently was put in Duracell batteries instead of generic batteries, and they have lasted it. And every time it saw light upon opening the refrigerator, you could see it light up and grab an IP off the network. Still think this is a demonstrative of the huge future of I of the IoT. <laughs> okay, so that's interesting. No. It only connects. It only powers on and connects to the network when you open the fridge. Then what's the point? If you have to I open the fridge for it to do anything then why not just look at the eggs yourself 
leave them in the original egg carton that has the date stamped on the end. Also, interesting point there with the batteries. If you refrigerate the batteries, yeah, that could cause problems. They're not going to work as well when they're cold. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, uh, we went on quite a bit. I think it's time to wrap up. Yeah. Just one last thing I wanted to mention here. I just realized that um, on the Kickstarter campaign for the dog social media platform, the creator has it set so that only backers can post comments. And so that person that posted that comment had to contribute a dollar <laughs> so that they could post that. <laughs> that's funny. Well, uh, that's all I have. So thanks everyone for listening and sticking around this long. Can't believe it's been a year. Let us know what you think of all of the announcements that we made. And um, if you could support us on Patreon, we'd greatly appreciate it. Yes, especially since our hosting fees have doubled recently and it's it's getting expensive. So if if you thanks for telling me while we're recording, I told you before I forgot. I'm sorry. Yeah, hosting fees have doubled, so if you appreciate this podcast, it'd be awesome if you could support us so that we can not go broke paying to keep this podcast up. Or maybe we can just go dark and then upload a a ton (laughs) a year from now or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, so worst case scenario, if we run out of funding for hosting we can still keep the 10 most recent episodes up oh yeah that's right so that's that's worst case uh mm-hmm. so on that depressing note thanks for listening we'll but see we you have next an archive time. john we have an archive we do we do have an archive we do have an archive Yes. Never mind. We don't need your money. <laughs> you could only see the t- the ten latest, but that's all right. All right. Oh <laughs> yes. Don't forget. Don't forget to go mm-hmm. try listening to the Potato News Network. See how long you can stand listening. <laughs> that should Link be a challenge. Can be found in the description. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Isn't it here? Supposed to, like, hear sound, not emit sound. Never mind, never mind. Way worse than Google Glasses. How do you know, like? Because stupid. <laughs>